Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Humane Nation podcast. I am your host, Allie, and I just hope you all are doing well and enjoying your summer. Personally, it has been very busy and very packed, (laughs) and it just seems like July is absolutely vanishing before our eyes. But needless to say, I hope you all are doing great. Today, we are going to be talking about cats. Well, not just any cats. I'm talking about big cats. Tigers, lions, ligers, tigons, you get the point. We'll discuss the Big Cat Public Safety Act in addition to the threats that tigers are facing today. But before we dive into this topic, I have a few other updates I'd like to share with you. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you. We've gotten a lot of new listeners lately, and the support has been incredible. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for helping this dream of mine become a reality. And also a shout out to our international listeners. I see you guys and I just want to say thank you. One of the next steps we'd like to see happen at Humane Nation is to make this a full-blown nonprofit organization. So right now I'm kind of in the process of looking into those next steps and figuring all of that out. And I'll keep you posted as things progress, but... I just wanted to kind of keep you updated with that. And on a separate note, if you've been checking out our website and wondering, hmm, why has Allie not updated the cover picture ever? (laughs) That is because I'm having some technical difficulties with the cover photos. I'm not entirely sure why or what's happening, but it's something I'm going to need to do some more research on because it's been the kitten season picture for several weeks now. So um, I'll try to figure that out. But if you're looking for the most recent blog post, you can just scroll down a little bit further on the homepage and you'll find the three most recent posts right there on our on our homepage. Another thing I'd like to talk about is news on the Envigo dogs. Um, for those of you who may not know, uh, there is a beagle breeding facility in Virginia and the Department of Justice found that Envigo had many violations going against the Animal Welfare Act. I mean, really anything from dogs being denied vet care and just being euthanized to dogs being deprived of food, just overall a complete disregard for their health and well-being. So the Humane Society of the United States, I believe, is the one that is kind of leading the way on this operation. However, they're working with other organizations as well, and together they are rescuing about 4,000 beagles from this laboratory breeding facility. You can stay up to date on this mission by going to the Humane Society United States website. They have a whole page dedicated for this and are actually regularly updating it too, so you can stay up to date and informed with all of it. Uh, The dogs are going to be up for adoption through different rescues and shelters across the nation, but it sounds like predominantly East Coast and Midwest uh, rescues and shelters with just a few handful ones uh, from the West Coast. So I just wanted to keep you guys updated with all of that. And yeah, let's just get into today's topic. So this Thursday is International Tiger Day, which this holiday was created in 2010 and is pretty much the awareness and celebration of tiger conservation. But I also think it's just a great opportunity to discuss all big cats because these 
these creatures are just so beautiful and powerful and we just had to use this opportunity to speak up for them. So, well, actually, not to mention, uh, this week the House of Representatives is scheduled to vote on the Big Cat Public Safety Act, which will essentially prohibit the general public from having these big cats as pets. I know, it is hard to believe that people keep tigers as pets, but unfortunately, it, it happens. In fact, um, tigers are already in an endangered species. That's why organizations like the World Wildlife Fund have been working hard the past 12 years to help double the tiger population by 2022. Because after all, this is the lunar year of the tiger. But let's first talk about tigers in captivity. Did you know that there are more tigers living in captivity than there are in the wild? Actually, there are just about under 4,000 tigers left in the wild, while there are about 5,000 tigers in captivity. It's honestly hard to imagine a world where these majestic big cats like tigers are extinct because of our careless lifestyle choices, the exotic pet trade, and illegal poaching. But sadly, that's, that's what's happening. As it is, according to, once again, the World Wildlife Fund, the Caspian tiger is already extinct in the wild, and the South China tiger is, quote, functionally extinct, unquote. I know many of us don't like to think back to the beginning of COVID when virtually it seemed like the world stopped spinning and everybody's lives changed. But there are several things that really stick out to me during those first several weeks of lockdown, and unfortunately, one of those particular things is the strange and un- understandable fascination with Tiger King on Netflix. I never had any interest in watching it. I never watched it. But I know enough about it to know that people like Joe Exotic are the reason why we need the Big Cat Public Safety Act to pass. Between greedy exotic pet traders and roadside zoos pretending to be legitimate conservationists, it's no wonder big cats need extra protection and a voice to speak up for them. Roadside zoos are generally small and unaccredited facilities. I, I don't even know if facilities is the right word to use, but their aim is to entice past buyers with their range of exotic animals and maybe even offer experiences like cub feedings or tiger petting, which as we all know, is not only dangerous, but also a very traumatic experience for the cub due to being torn away from its mother, abused in order to cooperate, and then discarded or sold when it is too big and is unable to earn the money anymore. Roadside zoos also have a tendency to crossbreed big cats to get hybrids like ligers and tigons. All right, quiz time. What is the difference between a liger and a tigon? Although the same two big cats are used for this crossbreed, a male lion and a female tiger create a liger, while a male tiger and a female lion create a tigon. Both ligers and tigons are not obviously naturally found in the wild, and many are bred by roadside zoos to make a quick buck despite the numerous health problems that can occur 
for the hybrid big cat. And by the way, there are numerous other kinds of combinations when you then include leopards and other crossbreeding. It just doesn't seem ethical or moral to me that these incredible big cats are used for entertainment and selfish ambition with a complete indifference to the well-being of the offspring. Roadside zoos, the exotic pet trade, climate change, and habitat loss are just a few of the major threats tigers are facing today. As I mentioned before, it's hard to imagine people having tigers and big cats as pets. You wouldn't think that your neighbor in the suburbs would have this secret of hiding a tiger in their home, but um, that's exactly what happens. Actually, just last year, a tiger was found wandering around a neighborhood in Houston, Texas. And last I checked, tigers aren't native to Texas. But the tiger had escaped from the property of a, of a home in the suburbs and is now thankfully living out the rest of its natural life at Black Beauty Ranch, which is a animal sanctuary located in Texas. And uh, I think it's the home to like over 800 exotic animals, but it, it just blows my mind. But the overall point is we can do better. We can educate our friends and our family about roadside zoos or about the harmful effects of cub petting. And to be completely honest, my husband and I, a few years ago, we thought, oh, let's go to this, what we thought was a bear sanctuary. And for those of you who may not know, bears are probably my absolute favorite animal. Brown bears, black bears, polar bears, panda bears. Yeah, I I love bears, which is why I was so excited to go to this bear ranch. Something seemed a little bit off when we arrived, though. They had a place where you could get your picture taken with a bear cub while the cub ate some food. Swept away by the enchanting idea of being able to pet a bear cub, we paid to have the picture taken. I should have known better. I should have done more research. Knowing what I know now about roadside zoos and the traumatic stress that's involved with any kind of cub petting experience, we would have never stepped foot at that so-called rescue. I am so ashamed to have participated in something like that. I wish I had never gone. Unfortunately, we can't change the past. If we could, I would have wiped that experience away completely. But we can learn more and we can share the information with others. Please, please, please don't fall prey to these fake rescues that just care about how much money is in your wallet. They may say they rescue and care for the animals, but do you honestly think they would say anything besides that? I mean, after all, they want to stay in business. Anytime a so-called rescue offers a cub petting experience, whether that be a bear, tiger, etc. You get the point. That is an automatic red flag. And maybe it's not just cub petting. Maybe it's another type of exotic encounter. Be diligent, do your research, and look for accreditations. Like I said, knowing what I know now, there's no way we would have gone there in the first place 
and to this day, I just, I wish we had never gone. Another thing you can do is support organizations like the World Wildlife Fund who are actively working on conservation efforts. I'm, I'm a little hesitant to recommend other organizations at this time because I need to do more research on them. It's, it's a little scary just because there are so many great organizations, but there are also really scary, horrible organizations that masquerade as being good and helpful and doing the right thing. Some of these roadside zoos will falsify their information just to get more money from people like you and me. I don't want to lead you guys astray and recommend a group that I haven't done much research on, so I, I'll have to look more into that, but um, I, you know, I do think it's good to support the good ones and uplift the good ones. Likewise, I'm not going to mention by name that bear, that fake bear rescue that we thought was legitimate, um, because I don't want to tear them down, but I want to share my experience and kind of moving on. Finally, this week you can help by contacting your U.S. representative to vote yes on HR 263 also known as the Big Cat Public Safety Act. If we can get the Big Cat Public Safety Act passed, this will help protect countless captive big cats. Not to mention, it'll help protect the general public too. Hundreds of people have been injured due to captive big cat incidences, including many with severe life-altering injuries like the loss of limbs. In addition, there have also been deaths of several adults and even children. The Big Cat Public Safety Act will prohibit individuals from keeping big cats as pets, and it will ban the physical interaction between big cats and the public, aka cub petting and big cat pictures. Having the ability to help shift policy is such a unique way to help animal welfare programs. I'm thankful for the people that work hard in that area of animal advocacy. I, I think it's kind of neat how everyone has their, their place when it comes to animal advocacy. You have people who work with policy. You have people who work with animal rescue. You have farm sanctuaries. You have kennel workers at the shelter. You have transport volunteers. You have just... Um, it's just so many people doing work for a common goal, and I just think it's so neat to see that play out. I believe through educating others about these issues and the hard truths that are facing tigers and other big cats will help shift people in their choices and where they choose to support. The blog post for this episode will be launched on Thursday, which I will be including some links onto our website there. Um, I'm not sure which day this week the House will be voting on the Big Cat Public Safety Act, so it's best to call your representative as soon as possible. There is a lot more we could talk about regarding roadside zoos, zoos in general, and other forms of animal entertainment that involves exotic animals. We'll have to have another episode diving more into that topic because there's just, there's so much to unpack. Don't forget to share more about tigers this Thursday in honor of International Tiger Day. 
and be their voice. All right. Well, you all know we love to celebrate your adopted pets and foster pets. Um, At the end of every episode, we feature their story and your pet could be featured next. All you have to do is fill out the form on our website at www.thehumanenation.com. We can't wait to get more stories to celebrate because I think everyone's just been busy with summer plans because it's been a while since we've been able to share stories. So yours could be next. Again, go see our website for the form. Again, that's thehumanenation.com. And can't wait to hear your stories. All right. Thank you all for listening and we will catch you next time. Bye.